This is a special edition of Jacksonville's Morning News with Mayor Alvin Brown on 104.5 FM. No one is bringing the candidates closer to you. This is News 104.5 WOKV. Good morning. It's 834. It's Friday on Jacksonville's Morning News, 1st of May. Early voting begins on Monday, and the election is May 19th. Full transparency before we get rolling. I want to make sure everyone knows that we've made it very clear throughout the process. Since the first election, I've been working through both campaigns to bring you Mayor Brown and Lenny Curry in studio to answer your questions so you can hear the clear differences on the issues that matter most to you. Not approached as a debate or anything like that. Hopefully you've come to learn from WOKV that we really want to make it more of a conversation to the community. Um, the mayor's campaign did decline the offer of a joint appearance. So then we offered 30 minutes each to each of the candidates. Tuesday of this week, we had Lenny Curry in studio. The same offer made to Mayor Brown for this morning. He's joining us in studio, and I appreciate you carving out time this morning. I understand you have a prior commitment as well. We'll have you for the next 15 minutes, but I wanted to make sure that we at least made that as clear as possible to the listeners out there. So let's get right to it, because this week, so much attention's been paid on crime in Jacksonville and gangs and senseless killings. Pastors have called for curfews. uh, There's been calls for a return to intervention programs. And I heard passion out of you when calling for an end to the violence in Jacksonville that I've not heard from you over the course of the first four years almost uh, since you've been mayor. What's not getting done to end the violent problem in Jacksonville? Well, first of all, Rich, thanks for having me here this morning. It's always great to be on WKV. Uh, Spent four years coming in to speak to your listeners. Uh, I think, you know, you got to focus on the pie, and the pie is enforcement. You know, obviously, you know, you got to focus on enforcement, but the whole pie, and that is uh, prevention, intervention, and enforcement. And so as mayor, I've been working with the interfaith community, uh, the nonprofit community, uh, making sure that we invest in programs that are keep people out, young people out of trouble. So, for example, more after school programs, the mayor's mentors I have 600 mentors mentoring young people, uh, the learn to earn initiative, making sure that young people have an opportunity to have a summer job, uh, but also learning and earning by living on a college campus exposing them to the possibilities. Uh, the Youth Advisory Council, I have over 55 young people advising me on how to make sure we make it better for them. So working with United Way, Community and Schools, the YMCA, the Boys and Girls Club, all these organizations that are very important to focus on prevention, get into young people early before they become a teenager, before they come, become an adult, so that you can focus on prevention. Neighborhood Accountability Boards, uh, the Family Foundation, I think it's all about the family. Family, making sure that young people value life, that they know that uh, there are people out here who love them and care about them. So when you give them an opportunity, they have to be, uh, they have to understand accountability and responsibility. So, so many good things that go on, but if you're reelected, more needs to be done. What more need, what, what new program, well, what new um, relationship needs to happen? What are you prepared to, to well, propose? Well, I'm going to continue to build on the foundation that we have. You know, we have such a blessed uh, faith-based community and civic and business community. And all the things I just talked about is sponsored by the private sector, uh, making sure that, you know, we uh, do our job. So the next step is focusing on the Department of Justice. I've reached out to them uh, to help us focus on and get resources to deal with the gang violence in this city. Is that money or people? That's money. That's money. Uh, that's best practices. Uh, I reached out to the U.S. Conference of Mayors, uh, the National League of Cities. 
the National Association of Counties. So reaching out to all of those organizations, particularly the Justice Department, to provide resources and best practices and strategies to deal with the gun, the, the gang violence in our city. And that's, that's the second step. So, but continue to, to work with the private sector who've invested a lot of money in the programs that I just talked about, all sponsored by the private sector, but also making sure we make every neighborhood safe. Enough is enough. You know, we're not going to tolerate uh, anyone in our city committing these violent acts of crime. So uh, as, as we look at the list of priorities, and that's a huge priority, obviously, the safety in our community. This week, the shipyards proposal took a big step forward. The DIA Downtown Investment Authority agreeing to begin negotiations with Shad Khan's investment group, as we've covered. On your list of priorities, how high is redeveloping shipyards? Where do you look for funding of the city's portion? Because we will have to kick in some money, millions probably. Sure. You know, when you really think about it, uh, if you take a step back, Rich, four years ago, there was a serious debate on whether or not we're going to reinvest to do anything for downtown, mm-hmm. whether we invest in downtown or not. And so uh, the shipyard and investing in downtown has been a top priority. We have a downtown investment authority now, a president, a CEO, a board, and the shipyard is a top priority because Shahad Khan is a visionary entrepreneur. You know, uh, he's been ex- he's a very successful businessman. I support his vision. His project was selected, and it is a top priority for DIA and for this city. I want downtown to be a destination where you have more people working downtown, living downtown. This is going to create thousands of jobs, make Jacksonville a destination, uh, not just for residents, but visitors alike. But the financial commitment. So How the financial, much? so, uh, they're negotiating. We're going to see what DIA says. They're the ones handling the negotiation and they're going to bring it to the board. Uh, and so that's the process. Have you given them a number to say, hey, I can go up Have to this not, point? Uh, they just selected, uh, the shipyard on. They made it, they selected yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. which was Thursday. So I haven't had any conversation with, with the, uh, the, the executive director or anyone. So, uh, I think they're going to go to a process, let's see. But I'm committed to making sure the city uh, really focus on this part, just like we did on Riverside 220. If you look at Riverside 220 now, a blighted area, you have a fresh market there, you have uh, 600 housing units going up, you got a corner bakery. I think the private sector is the engine of our committee community and not government. We need to be more effective and efficient. And so I support those small business and entrepreneurs who are putting Jacksonville back to work, making sure that they're the ones that are creating the jobs and doing the development. And it is a beautiful thing to have someone like Shad Khan uh, make a huge investment in our city to continue to support entrepreneurs and business leaders because that's that's who pay the bills. So last week you had called for the Office of the General Counsel to review discrimination policies at all levels of government. Um, can you tell me more about why why now? What specifically do you want to be able to, to understand from that? How long is that process? And is this directly related in your mind to um, the continued debate over expanding the human rights ordinance? I guess why now all of a sudden? So, you know, this... I directed, as you said, the Office of General Counsel to do a study, a review of all uh, local, state, and federal laws that are on the books right now uh, and review all forms of discrimination, all forms of discrimination. Uh, and uh, hopefully, you know, the General Counsel will do a thorough, uh, complete view uh, and the, the study may be done by the end of June, if not 
You know, they may take a little longer. But the whole goal is to make sure they do a thorough view on all forms of discrimination. Have I said, I've said all along that I oppose any form of discrimination, period. Is there a specific reason why now are you hearing more complaints? Is it because the question keeps coming up on the campaign trail? You've been questioned about whether or not you would sign that. So it's, 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 I'm talking about all form discrimination, Mm -hmm. one, two, and, you know, the citizens have been talking about it. Voters have been talking about it, just like you're talking about it. And so I said, you know what? I directed the Office of General Counsel to do a review, uh, and see what's at the local level, the state level, and federal level. What laws are on a book uh, that would review that deals with dis- discrimination? And so, you know, it makes sense. Would you say at this point then that you're undecided on signing an I expansion no... until you get the results of that? Well, the, 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 the review would be done, and when the review is done, it would be available for, for all the office holders to have at their disposal to review. The other thing is I have no preconceived notion on what the study is going to find. Uh, the most important thing is to have a study thoroughly completed and review so that the, the office holders will, the new office holders will have access to that information to see if they have to make any decision uh, that they think that's necessary. I have you for a few more minutes. Mayor Alvin Brown joining us in studio. The state legislature still arguing about accepting Medicaid expansion. Um, ultimately, this could lead to some significant uh, losses for Shands. You have health in Jacksonville, but everyone still refers to it as Shands. Uh, what role do you specifically, as a mayor of a town where we have such a huge um, need in place for this LIP funding at UF Health Jacksonville, what role does the mayor need to play in this sort of a debate that's going on between the governor and the House and the Senate in Tallahassee? Sure, that's a good question, Rich. And, you know, uh, it, the, the hospital, the city owns that hospital. Sure. Uh, it's a public hospital. And I think it's important that we make sure we have our our, our hospital, uh, you know, fully funded, the $95 million. Uh, $95 million uh, is important because if we don't, you lose 5,500 jobs and that hospital would close. It's the only trauma center uh, here in Northeast Florida. You have over 9,000 people who go to the ERA, uh, 4,000 of those go to the trauma. So I went to Tallahassee to, to encourage and push both the House and the Senate to solve this problem once and for all so that all hospitals in Florida would be able to receive their funding. Uh, that's very, very important. What contingencies it. are put in place now in the event the funding goes away? Where does that $95 million come from? We well, can't afford that. No, well, the key is making sure that we don't have that problem. But also, you know, I have a, a plan B, and the plan B is to work with other stakeholders to make sure that that hospital stays open. So, uh, you know, as mayor, uh, and not just me, but mayors around the state, uh, uh, Mayor Bob Buckhorn of, of uh, Tampa, uh, supports me on this issue and others that is not just Jacksonville, but the state of Florida. So I've encouraged uh, the House and the Senate to work together to solve this problem. I appreciate you coming in. It's 845. We'll hold uh, uh, firm to the commitment from the uh, com- uh, from the campaign. 15 minutes this morning. So thank you for carving out some time. Best of luck. Open uh, early voting begins on Monday. Thank you, Rich, for having me here. And I want you all to vote for Mayor Brown. Four more years. Let's continue to take Jacksonville to the next level. Thank you for coming in. WOKB News Time is 845.